This is the Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host, The Grays. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of Galaxy Wars Podcast with your host Jim and Tom, the Greys, or the Space Daddies, as we've gone through a, a rebranding. Uh, we are here and we're going to talk about uh, a movie we saw. We're going to be talking about uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yeah. We missed last week because life took its, reared its ugly three-headed hydra head, and um, now yeah. we're, we're back to talk about some Japanese monsters, and uh, maybe most of them aren't Japanese that we've learned. Nope. Are any of them Japanese? The most famous Japanese monster is not Japanese. He's, He's not even from Earth? Well, who? Oh, I'm, I'm thinking, sorry. All right, we'll get to Godzilla's that. from, I think he was He's, from Japan. No, he's from Atlantis. Oh, that's true. Spoiler I, alert. <laughs> Spo- well, there's always spoilers. Heavy spoilers in this Godzilla <laughs> review. But we watched it, and uh, we have a lot of thoughts. I was referring to Ghidorah. Oh, uh, okay. Which we just figured out that Ghidorah is not from. No, he's from uh, where? Another planet. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Uh, was he a villain in in the Japanese movies? I don't. I think he was a villain. Or, or, or an alien. I don't know if he was an alien. Because, like, because there were aliens. There was like a planet of... Uh, the, the aliens created Mechagodzilla. Yeah. In, in the old So glad old we times. did not see that in this movie. Oh, man. I, well. <laughs> All right. Well, we saw it. I would watch those movies. They're, they were good. They're for what they were. But. Well, the thought that I have is, why are the Japanese movies so much better than the American versions? I don't know. And those movies were just guys walking around in suits. Right. Like crushing, like, <clears throat> like Lionel toys. I don't know, because um, it's like you. Ex- I don't know. It's like expectation versus reality. Yeah. The expectation is that movie's not going to be all that great, and then the reality is it is fun to watch, and it, the you know everybody gives you a hundred percent in it. And yeah. Once you realize what you have, you're yeah. realizing that you're watching a man trape around in a suit. You're yeah. Like okay, this is fine. Like, and it's fun. Right. This movie was fun. Yeah, uh, it had its parts. It wasn't a terrible movie. Uh, it wasn't as bad as Hellboy. No, or the movie we're going to be talking about next week, <laughs> which we'll leave as a spoiler, uh, a, a cliffhanger. But I mean, this one was exactly what I thought it was, and I was worried about that. We did the Active Geek episode where I talked about my apprehensions going into this that it was going to be too convoluted, too congested, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. While uh, I took Binks last night, and that's exactly what he said. He's like, why did we get so many? I was like, I don't know, man. Why yeah. did we get so many? And like, and present it like, besides Rodan, none of them did anything. Yeah. Well, Mothra had a pretty cool part. Well, I, well, Mothra and Godzilla, it was a tag team match. Yeah, but the other, the other two. Ghidorah and Rodan. Yeah, the other two, which was awesome. Like, yeah. I, That's a movie in itself. Just take all the humans out of this movie, yeah. and you would have been great. This timeline, this movie, the whole monster universe that they set up is so rushed in my mind. You should have started with Godzilla like you did. And then moved into Mothra. Move into Rodan. You have Kong. Have him do his universe too. It's just not skull crawlers that he's fighting. And then move into the Ghidorah and then the Kong battle. I mean, they literally mentioned... They never mentioned... Well, that... They, they say Kong's like, name a couple like times. Seven times. But they definitely said Skull Island a lot, yeah. too. Any character that could say Kong 
He said it. <laughs> Anybody who could verbalize the word Sally Hawkins said Kong. Uh, the the like, woman, did you get your did you get your uh, your Kong line in? I was um, when we were when you were watching it. Were you wondering if Sally Hawkins was going to sleep with one of the the monsters? <laughs> Is that why she was so like like she, happy to, to have them around? She was all about saving these monsters. She's like, yes, the, the amphibian man will be back in this next one. I I wanted to love this movie because of what the the buildup could have been, mm-hmm. like this huge monster versus monster rampage, kind mm-hmm. of like the movie Rampage. Uh, but we got a lot of. Hey, unwanted th- storyline. This was, yeah, okay. I want a storyline. This is a lot of the, you know, we complain a lot about DC movies, mm-hmm. but when we do that, we are technically complaining about WB movies. Yeah. And this is it. Right away, Binks, as soon as the movie ended, he get this is like watching a DC movie. And I was like, it's a WB movie who owns DC. Yep. It's so a lot of those same production problems had to have bled into this yeah I, I think like going into it you're like all right you have recognizable names you have kyle chandler who i know is your favorite uh, vera famiga who has been talked about on every active geek episode of 2019 mm. because she's in a movie <laughs> each month was in it millie bobby brown people love you're like this is going to be great yeah. Got godzilla who was credited in the the credits as himself <laughs> mothra Played by Mothra. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Rodan and Ghidorah. You're like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then you're waiting for the end where you get the the Kong. The Kong lead up. How is that going to happen? How does Godzilla get the Kong? And what you get, what you got, and this is where we're going to start our breakdown, I guess, is a broken household where, you know, Millie Bobby Brown and Vera Famiga are living completely off the grid, but on the grid. Well, they're living... Are they in San Francisco it, or Boston? No, they're in China. Okay. They're in China at that temple. That's right. That's where right. they, the moth or yeah, Mothra's cocoon. Yeah. Which was like, I love the Mothra, the birthing of Mothra. I liked I everything. That was cool. that Mothra was the best monster. Yeah. Her her storyline, I guess her, yeah. was better than anybody else's. This is the problem I have, but like I guess watching the movie as a reviewer now, I become a little jaded and I take away the 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 fun of the movie because I'm trying to pick mm-hmm. out the parts that I like, the parts that I dis- dislike, what worked, what didn't. And I guess it, it kind of damages my movie experience, but yeah, it could. I, I wanted more of the backstory of Mothra, the history of Rodan, more of Ghidorah, because you get to the end when Mothra has her big moment, and you're like, "How does this happen? How does she imprint on these animals, these these monsters, so quickly, to the point that Godzilla knows that he's on her or she's on her his side?" Yeah, well, I mean, it kind of explained that they have a thing together. But and like they they, they allude to them having like those two have a symbiotic relationship. But how but they she allude, was just born. Yeah. But and, they get reborn oh, okay. when the and I don't know if that's ever been like a thing. No. Is that a, like the mythology that they created, which I always like mythology and I like creating new things, but this was this mythology because in, in Kong the mythology was because they were natives on the island. Mm-hmm. So they created the, myth, the the islanders created this mythology. The legend this, of Kong. Yeah. yeah. And and religion around Kong. Mm-hmm. That's what made Kong cool is because now you're dealing with all these islanders. But the reason why we thought that happened was because they were, you know, less advanced yeah. uh, technology wise. Now yeah. they make it where every titan, every big thing is a former god. Yeah. It has a mythology and has godhood and 
you know, does a battle royale for yeah, and they really like the King of the Hill. They jumped from yeah, long live the king, right? They jumped from religious aspects of it to science aspects of it, and none of it worked. None of yeah. it meshed as you would imagine. Neither of those are going to mesh. And the thing about Kong, Kong was the best out of the three monster movies to me. And Kong kind of left me a little disappointed because you have a stellar cast like that, and it was kind of wasted. But well, I wonder because the first Kong was real good. That, I'm saying that was wonder, the best out of these three. I wonder at this at the second one wasn't no, it? No, no. The, the second one is Kong versus yeah, Zilla, yeah. which is rushed. Yeah, I think that's going to be. I want, what are they trying to? I I wonder if they're going to like squeeze it into this storyline. I I'm figuring they're going to have to. This is again, it's it's a WB thing. Look at what they did with DC. You got your Superman movie, yeah. Superman sequel. He's fighting Batman. Kong is Superman. Yeah, and now he's gonna go fight Batman, who's Zilla. Yeah. And Zilla, you, you you have these two movies to kind of fall in love with the character. You know, you he had Zilla is essentially what Brock Lesnar is in the WWE. Mm-hmm. He shows up in his movies whenever he wants to. He showed up in the third act in the first one, yeah, to fight the the Mewtwo's and then or Muto, and then this one he shows up in the the first act for a second, goes away, fights a little bit in the second act. Sleeps in the third act, and then comes back in the third act. And you're like, oh, he just shows up when he wants to. He's Brock yeah. Lesnar. Yeah. And the exploration of Zilla's origin and his history, I thought that was really cool. But it didn't fit in the mo- Like, it didn't fit Well, the amount of time it was given. It was given, like, 30 let's, seconds. Let's keep making these comparisons. It is kind of like the Batman v Superman when they're looking for the rest of the Justice League. Yeah. And they show, and they show, oh, look, here's this, here's this, here's this one, here's this one, here's this giant mammoth, which would have been cool. Here's these Cthulhu spider thing, I guess would have been neat. Here's the Mutus again, and here's here's a picture of Kong. Kong, And and like, well, if you did it once, okay, but to bring them up over Mm -hmm. and over and over and over and over, but not have them, literally have them do nothing except bow at the end. Yeah. It, it, it sucks. Yep. Where were they? I mean... You didn't even name them. Right. The last two, the the crab one, which a lot of people, I went online, and a lot of people are thinking its name's Kumanga. Okay. You didn't see that name. Uh, the rockish one looked like Teratur, Tortuga or whatever from yeah. Pokemon. It was ex- <laughs> it was the same thing from Detective Pikachu when they're running through the mountains. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're thinking that's called Angiris. Oh, I forgot about that one, yeah. Right? I was like, oh, that's... Ang- that's yeah. a... We just saw that. (laughs) Yeah, that's the one from Detective Pikachu. And I forgot that Ken Watanabe was in it. I was like, oh, yeah, I saw him in a movie this past (laughs) month. The the things that worked for me in this movie was every scene the the kaijus were in. But they weren't, what were they calling them? Titans. Titans, yeah. Yeah. Why not kaiju? Why why Americanize it? I don't know. Just, they're they're kaijus. They're not even cryptids. No. Uh, And I guess Zhang Zihi's character was like a... Cryptozoologist yeah. um. from ever for like just a third generation. One. Yeah, her mom, yeah. her aunt, her grandmother—all these people were the cryptozoologists. Which I want, like, I would like to see a monarch series. Right, another Wait. show where we go. The background, like, characters are more interesting, and the background mm-hmm. story. The monarch people in this movie is, is more interesting than, you know, the Kyle main. Chandler. Yeah. The, the background, like you said, the Sally Hawkins, Ken Watanabe, uh, Zhang Zihi, and even Thomas Middlejitch. That's a television show right there. Yeah. Let them go to Mexico and look at the Chupacabras and go to Jersey and look for the, our devil and look for all that stuff. And 
I think that would make it work for the cryptids, like hunting Bigfoots and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they wouldn't make those cryptids. They would make these cryptids. Gods now. Yeah. Aliens, you know, which we find out Ghidorah is an alien. Were you, uh, when that happened, were you like, oh, no. Yeah, I get I mean, what I didn't do is I didn't care a lot. Yeah. I didn't care. Well, and I was like, oh, all right. Because uh, she goes, well, he's not from this place. And the thing is, like, what, how do you know that? Yeah. How do they know every, like, yeah, Zhang Zi, he basically, this, uh, here's our Run P plug. This was where Run P was, like, the best one to go, and it was right here. They, and she was explaining how they all, you know, how it doesn't belong. And everybody's, that's why it's, why it's controlling. It exerts control. Where did you get all that information? Exactly. And how is, there's, because all we've, the only real science we see, this, the only, like, influential science or something different that doesn't exist. I guess the science fictiony part of this is this the the orca. Yeah. Which is this black air box that which can is talk a son- to it's essentially sonar. Yeah, it could talk to them. Yeah. And the original idea, which was really cool, is like to push the whales, make sure the whales don't beat themselves. That's a, I was like, oh, that's something people should really be working on. Yeah. But then they turned it into this thing that could talk to the monsters and where force can, the monsters. Where you can control yeah. And how does this... Had Baba Duke feels to it. Yeah. Because they giant monsters and they press a button and oh, it Baba comes Duke. down. Baba Duke's in the next movie. You know you know it is. Well, there's a Baba Duke too coming right out. There. It's the pride version where he's like, he's the, the pride mascot now. How does Ghidorah, who is not from here, we've established that he's not from here. How is he controlled by the Orca? Because... If he's not from here, why does it have any effect on him? Exactly. Verifamiga is like, oh yeah, I can control him. Boom. Does that mean every planet, every planet has a group of monsters, and they are some like is Ghidorah like their cousins? I guess. And that's you know, Ben kept asking me. He's like, so does that make Kong one of these titans? And I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, but it's just a giant monkey. I was like, no, it's not. He's a giant immortal monkey. Yeah. He's like, no, but it's just a giant monkey. They kind of retconned the immortal part because it, Kong was dying. Yeah. In, well, they all die and yeah. they just get reborn. You need They need radiation and then the well, radiation they leave behind. Where are you getting radiation on Skull Island? Nobody's going there. They've name dropped it a thousand times, but nobody's there. See, they, They're yeah, on Isla de Mar. I don't know. Because that's like now it's a ghost town. That's yeah, the because they dropped scene. that bomb there. Yeah. And speaking of that, a lot of nukes being dropped, mm-hmm. especially in the water. Are, are they now going? This to- had a, did it remind you of uh, the uh, what's it called? Um, the black market that uh, Charlie has to go to uh, kaiju with the kaiju. The, oh, the, Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a little bit. Yeah. Do you think that with the the detonation of all this nuclear radiation into the waters, do you think they're going to create more? Kaiju's by doing that? Maybe that's what it, why, because at the, the very end, we're jumping all the way to the end, they said Skull Island's getting attacked by, or smaller, smaller. Yeah, they're all going there. Yeah. And it seems like the, the papers, the the uh, mainstream media, mm-hmm. these liars, keep printing stuff, stories that may, kind of put the kaiju in a, well, titans in a good light. Like, yeah. what they're doing is beneficial. Well, they... They're supposed to be beneficial to the planet well, anyway. That, yeah, that's what Vera Famiga said. Like, yeah. we're going to, this is her whole thing. Like, immediately goes from, okay, you're a fun mom who we have to worry about to, like, the villain. Yeah. Where she's like, they're going to destroy our planet and then it's going to regrow. Yeah. We've never seen anything, like, essentially, when these animals, when these titans shit, 
they're going to regrow this whole population. Because, yeah. like, they tore down San Francisco. That had to happen. That's why we don't see Magneto's kids, the Scarlet Witch yeah. and Quicksilver. They're not in this. It's why Brian Cranston died in the first one. They, we, After two minutes. Yeah. We need them to destroy our planet so we can rebuild it. But then, like, she counterpoints that and contradicts that with, we're the alphas. The sound on the orca is us. We're the yeah. alphas. And you're like, why are we the alphas and we need them to destroy our planet? Yeah. And are, then, we, are we one collective titan? Is that what we're... I mean... Can't be. Look at Florida. No, I know. Well, everybody's got to have an asshole. Yeah. So, even the titans. But I mean, is that what they're saying is we're like a gestalt entity? We're like, you know, um, bees. Yeah. You know, uh, you know kind of... Every bee has its own mind, but mm-hmm. follows a pattern. Yeah. So maybe that's what we are. We're, we're like the other Titan. In a utopia, we are. But look at how fractured we were in this movie based on all the humans we have. We had Vera Farmiga in the beginning who wants to preserve all these guys. All it took was Charles Dance to come in there and kill everybody. Mm-hmm. And say, all right, now I'm the bad guy, and I'm an eco-terrorist, and we're going to take over, and we're going to control him. Yeah, but it seems like she was with him, like she was his partner the whole time. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because he does say, there's a line where he goes, you called me to come and do this. That's true. That's right. So. But is that like, is that a line like she literally called him, or the orca, he heard the orca and mm-hmm. just followed the sounds? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, what did you think when Vera Famiga decided to blow up Ghidorah and just start this whole apocalypse? I, I, like, I think, it, uh, well, are we dealing with her grief? I didn't feel I'm, any, like, I... I know, like, are we supposed to ever feel, like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, am I supposed to feel bad for her because she lost her son? And this is her, you know, it's like, you know, what if Superman lost, when Superman loses Lois yeah. and he loses his goddamn mind, which would happen to anybody, but yeah. it just so happens that Superman could ruin the planet. Mm-hmm. So maybe she's like smart enough and has the ability to ruin the planet. And yeah, we did see a couple stages of grief with that, yeah, with that family. Yeah, but I never care about her. No, I, don't, I didn't care about any person in this movie besides Ken Watanabe. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if you took all the the people away because that was that was the unwanted story building all that like i don't need millie bobby brown crawling through a an hvac system i don't need kyle chandler videotaping wolves because that never came back all he said was oh wolves make these noises yeah well i guess he was supposed to oh he knows because he videotapes wolves and he's uh he's an eco guy too that you know, he knows how animals act yeah but but his first statement was like what do you want to do with these oh we kill them all yeah. That's true. what we need to do. We need to kill them all. We should nuke them all when they all thrive on nuclear radiation. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, yeah, that's a smart idea, Kyle Chandler. <laughs> what didn't, what worked for you in this movie? Uh, we said it before we started. It was it was uh, Ken Watanabe. Yeah. I, I liked his character arc, and I would have liked there to be more of them. I, don't, I mean, he died, and yeah. he was the only one I care about dying. Yeah, he served the purpose. Yeah. Yeah, he you absolutely know, he was the only the one, and he... he uh, it felt good to have him in there. Yeah. And, I mean, not to harp on this, but uh, he is the only Japanese person in this. Yeah. I think, right? Yeah, because... Uh, Zhangzi, he's Chinese. Chinese yeah. Or Taiwanese, if that makes a difference. Yeah. But, uh, yep. I mean... And he, he carries over from the first Godzilla. Yeah. I think it was uh, him and Sally Fields, and I think yeah. there's another person who carries I, over. I love... You know, I'm a big fan of his. Not Sally Fields. Um... Sally, um, 
Jesus. I, I've been saying it the, the whole time. Whatever. The girl who has sex with the amphibian man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sally Hawkins. Yes, yeah, Sally Hawkins. Uh, and not not just because I, there's a lot of people I liked, you know, and but I didn't like them here. But yeah. I, Ken Watanabe's story was the best. I, I uh, when he was on screen, it was he was easy to pay attention to and mm-hmm. listen to, and I liked his, his arc. He was like the narrator yeah, through this movie, yeah, yeah, because it was just all this like Jerry Springer bullshit, and then you have the final thought. Ken Watanabe was Jerry's final thought, <laughs> where he's like, "This is where what we really need to do." Because you, see yeah, that it. was a, yeah. He was the guy that was like, like when he when there's out all of these Congress. people on the screen, yeah. When there's all these people on the screen, and I go, "Who do I want to listen to?" And it was always. Like I would listen to Ken Watanabe. Yeah, he should. Have I podcasts. definitely wouldn't listen to Kyle Chandler. Yeah, tell me about your thoughts on Kyle. Chandler's he was the character. worst. Like he was, he was Nicholas Cage levels of of overdoing it. Oh, no, I thought he was the worst thing. That's it. And the way they filmed him was horrible because he was because there was rain. Yeah. WB loves their rain oh, on set. God. They love the dark movies. Yeah, never enough. Never enough rain. Yeah. It's always raining. This should, all the movies need to take place in Seattle. I, I get it. And, like, I don't know. I get that, like, Jadora start, like, create electrical storms yeah. and all that. But, man, I was like, oh, great. Another movie in the rain. Yep. Another movie I can't hear and I can't see because it's dark. Yep. And, he, and we talked about this before we went on. As soon as he gets hit, he should be dead. Oh, yeah. He got hit, slammed into a storage locker, and he just... He, he flew... And I don't get why people think this is okay. Anybody that flies 33, anything that happens to somebody that forces them to leave their feet yep. and fly through the air 30 feet. Into a metal container. Yeah. And smack the back of their head should either be dead, comatose, or concussed. And he gets right back up. Yeah. Like, he, he lays there. He wakes up on the, in the with Monarch. Yeah. And he's like, all right, it's time to go to work. No, bro. Like you shouldn't have teeth. Like your head, your you should be eating every your meals out of a straw for the rest of your life. There's a few inconsistencies. Yeah, and one of the big ones, besides like the monsters moving but never getting anywhere, like they always oh look they're moving they're moving everywhere. Yeah, but they never get to because like it would be too expensive to film yeah. thirty monsters on a screen. So. They couldn't. They they wouldn't even film Ghidorah. That's why he always had a, cl- a cloud around him. Yeah. Like, just oh, look what he's lightning. doing. I can't see what he's doing. <laughs> There's just lightning in the background. That's all you see. You're yeah, like, oh. and Zilla, flash of construction paper in the air, shaped like a three headed monster. And like, Zilla's just swimming through everything. Yeah, like he got from. So, the, it starts in China, goes to Antarctica, right? Yeah. Goes to Mexico. Right. Back to Boston. To Boston, yeah. Back to Mexico. Yeah. Right? I think that's Well, the, the ending is the end credit scene. And they're flying a helicopter the whole yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, which looks like a spaceship. Like Monarch it, Monarch has money. Yeah. And they were like the whole thing was like Monarch has enough money to like just throw planes at people. Yeah. Until they get back I mean, they're not being backed by the the US military until like middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. Once they go already, to Antarctica. They've already lost like 40 planes. Yep. Yeah. I I, I I don't get it. What did you think of the uh, the designs of the uh, the reason why I'm going to say they're not called kaiju's in this is to go back to your point about um, Pacific Rim. That's what they called them. Yeah, and they're like, oh, we don't want to call it a kaiju right. movie. So, what did you think about the design of the you Titans? Know, they had a lot of kaiju. I think Godzilla was the worst. Yeah. Um, you couldn't 
make out his face. You really couldn't make out anything. Yeah. He was just, like the blue mohawk that he had when he blew his uh, his yeah. fire. That I thought that was cool. Yeah, no, him getting angry and stuff and all that, but I know it's supposed to like show you scale mm-hmm. and like they, they they're not they're huge, but they they're protectors of the planet, so they got to know about the other animals. Yeah. But they don't care. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I don't Collateral know. damage. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we're supposed to see scale, but so, like he been, Mothra does it. He does it. Like they blow air on him. I'm like, wouldn't that like just blow everybody away? Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't get it. But uh, he was, Godzilla was kind of hard to see the face. Yeah. To make out the face, except for when he's roaring. Yeah, all right. Whatever. I guess that's cool, but yeah, I liked. I thought Ghidorah was awesome. Yeah, uh, really looked like a you know an Eastern dragon or a Western dragon. Can't remember what she what Shang Chi said. I, I, get, I get confused. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a Western dragon. Yeah, really looked like the the Western dragon, very serpent like. I liked how they used the heads. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Mothra. It the, seemed like each head had a different personality. It was kind of neat to. Yeah, they can regenerate. Yeah, which is cool. Uh, Mothra's evolution was great like the scene like yeah the first scene with mothra where it's just a larva was awesome and then obviously regular mothra correct me if i'm wrong moths don't have stingers right <laughs> i don't not that i i've never been stung by a moth neither have i <laughs> uh and we may be wrong there's probably a moth out there with a stinger to justify it but uh when she stabs rodan i was like oh yeah she's a bee now <laughs> it's like okay so mothra's waspra and then rodan rodan was my favorite yeah, wrote, uh, coolest design. Well, uh, the abilities, like I said, they, Ghidorah must have been hard to animate because they yeah. didn't. They had like when he was fighting, the scenes were pretty good. Yeah, the they, anim, the the at Titan fights were the best part of this movie. I would yeah. have watched the two hours and twelve minutes of just that. Yeah, two hours twelve minutes, another thing. Yeah. Yeah, the, the fights were good, but they never showed him flying. But Rodan's flying was really good. Yeah. Like, he's basically just doing barrel rolls and taking out the planes. And, like, he was like a frontline assault. Yeah. Rodan was the true yeah. villain in this movie for the most part. Yeah. And Ghidorah, like, we saw Ghidorah fly when it wrapped all of its heads around Godzilla and essentially just flew it to the top and just dropped them. Yeah. Cool scene. Like, I thought that was a lot of fun. It reminded me of another movie that I saw, but I can't talk about because I don't think you saw it, uh, where that actually happens. I don't, I just, I think the thing about the whole movie was just the, the people. Yeah. Because Vera Farmiga are very unlikable. Right. Um, and is she, is she alive or is she dead? What do you think? We see Ghidorah, she's driving through Boston, end scene. Shoots the truck with lightning, right? Yeah. Very like on point. Yeah. Truck flies to the left. I wonder, I don't know. Maybe she's dead. Yeah, I think she's dead. Okay. Why didn't, am I forgetting I know Millie Bobby Brown's alive. Yeah. She, obviously. Because you can't have a next movie without her. No. Film debut. How do you think her film debut was? Eh, whatever. Mediocre, yeah. I guess. But they just said, like, you remember her from Stranger Things. We're just going to have her curse in yeah. every scene that she's in. Yeah. She's going to be the only person that says shit. Yep. And it's going to be every scene she's in. I think that's true. Yeah. Um, I think O'Shea Jackson Jr. said fuck once. Yeah. Yeah. But that was it. Uh, Vera Famiga is not listed on Kong versus Godzilla, hmm. which also has a fantastic cast. Um, you know who else is though? Mark uh, Kyle Chandler. He's in it. Whatever. Get ready. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't remember seeing her. Like she didn't. We didn't see the the house get blown up while Millie Bobby Brown was in it, did we? No. I wonder we, why we didn't see that. 
Well, they they killed their female lead off camera, essentially, right? <laughs> yeah. And we thought Millie Bobby Brown was going to suffer something because she's laying on the ground, she's injured, and then boom, life comes back. Yeah. And you're like, oh, she Levin's not going to die. She can regenerate too because she's a titan. <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. I just the, the people didn't work. No. That was like that was my biggest complaint. It was it was fun to watch. It was fun to look at and. It delivered with the kaiju stuff. Yeah. But it really didn't, like... I didn't need the, the build-up between the divorced... You know what I had that. a big problem with, too? It's another one of those I would think should show up as an inconsistency. So, he gets... Uh, Godzilla gets supercharged by yeah. one nuclear weapon. Yeah, when, uh, they, when they go down and yeah. find him in Atlantis. And with all this super technology and everything, why didn't they... They couldn't figure out a better delivery system besides a human? Yeah. Whatever. I think that was dumb. It's, it's like now, James I know they Cameron needed... took over that scene and was like, allow me to show you what the bottom of the ocean looks yeah. like. I, I get that they needed Ken Watton, with Watanabe to die. Did they I, need him to die? I, I mean, maybe he... that was that that was the emotional, the most emotional thing to happen. No, that wasn't the most emotional thing to happen. Mothra dying yeah, was the true. most emotional thing and to happen. And then she, her moth dust gets all yeah. over like that part, like I'm watching it and I'm like, hold on. <laughs> she imprints on Godzilla, essentially whispers in his ear and is like, listen, dog, it's good. I got you. And then sacrifices herself. Yeah. And she had the, she was a true hero in this movie because oh, yeah. she, without her death, that was the one that well, you then really she, And she showed everybody where he was by yeah. flying over that spot. But I couldn't, with the nuke scene, I was like, well, they had to have thought of a different. Yeah. There had to be Ken Watanabe's sub was able to get in there. Well, they said that the the weapons were jammed. Convenient, great. Yeah. Why didn't you say that? You've been on this sub for half an hour mm-hmm. now, or three hours. How come nobody in that? You have three scientists on there. Yeah. How come they're not working on it? Yeah. Why not? Why when you come out, you're telling me you didn't check the weapons mm-hmm. and go, oh, well, weapons are jammed. Like, and, well, why don't we get on that? Yeah. You got a sub full of people. Let's get on it and see if we can fix it. And then we might be able to come up with a plan within the next hour or yeah, so. The only, other opportunity, the only other option is to send your most viable and valuable yeah. a- uh, asset and to his death. We see drones on top of drones on top of drones. Yeah, there was- but they couldn't get this sub to go through the 300 feet a tunnel without a human being. Well, they had that little self-navigated uh, yeah. one, too. The little small one that was on the back. Yeah. It, that James Cameron was in it. Just send, why can't so, Thomas Middleditch go in there? Right. He, you got he was the guy who took over for the uh, the Russells or whatever they're called when they come the Chandler yeah. and Formiga. They're back, or at least Kyle Chandler. Well, I don't back. know. Like send the guy. From why Verizon did, Why couldn't there. you build? Yeah. Why couldn't you build a, a like a? Why does he? Why does a human have to be in there to set it, the timer? You it, couldn't put an extra five minutes on it. It doesn't happen. The, the, Ken doesn't have to be in there. It, it's again, it's it, what's your part? That's a justification. They knew that these characters were unlikable. I feel like just going in there, like you're going to hate these people. The only person you're going to like is the guy from the first movie who is the smartest person in the room. What do we have to do? We have to kill the smartest person in the room. Yeah. And I hope the God Kyle Chandler is not the smartest person in the room. <laughs> he never and, is. Well, that's I not mean, something you ever have to worry about. Think about this lineup. Uh, you got Millie Bobby Brown. This is for Kong versus Godzilla. Alexander Skarsgård. Smartest mm. guy in the room? No. no. Isa Gonzalez? <laughs> no. She's the prettiest person in the room. <laughs> Kyle Chandler. Z Zhang. Maybe. Uh, yeah, right? Rebecca Hall. Uh, Maybe they recast it. Uh, Vera Famiga? And Rebecca Hall's now 
Well, Mom, no, I mean, I, I think, I, I don't know what they're going to be, but I think it's, Je- Jeter from Eagle is going. Right, yeah. Jessica Henwick, uh, Colleen Wing from Iron Fist, uh, Denai Guerrera, Okoye from Black uh, Black Panther, our boy Julian Dennison <laughs> from Deadpool. He, he's probably the smartest person in the room. <laughs> but the, I think this is the smartest person. I saved it for last. Lance Reddick. He's got to be the smartest person in that room, right? He's the yeah. Well, if if we're going off of what we we said before, he's definitely going to be the one I'm going to pay attention to. Yeah. Now, do you think Lance Reddick is on Monarch's side, on Kong's side, or on Charles Dance's eco terrorism side? I think he's going to be Charles Dance. Oh, do you think all the Brits go together? Disappointing, because I like Lance Reddick as a hero. I don't know. I I, I don't know. How's it going to? In the end, who's a hero and who isn't? Oh, I can tell you that Mothra was a hero. Yeah. The people were not. Right. Um, Godzilla is a hero, but who becomes the protagonist in and the antagonist? Is, God, he, is Godzilla a hero, or is he just hungry? Or is he yeah. just I mean, he, he angry did, and hungry? He did kill... You mean Snickers? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes back to being just like <laughs> in that uh, that little car with, uh, with O'Shea Jackson Jr. for their promo. Godzilla kills Ghidorah. We're all the way at the end. Eats okay. its head, right? Now there's... I got a problem with okay. the, the, the last fight, too. But. So Ghidorah dies, right? Godzilla eats its head. Does Ghidorah regenerate in Inside Godzilla? Is, well, I don't know. Or does Ghidorah regenerate after he, Godzilla he, eliminates him via the, the anal cavity? Yeah. <laughs> a la Ant-Man and... Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was wondering that, too. I was like, well, is he going to... Re- like, is, can a whole body regenerate? And, but he kind of looks like he blew it up. Cause, but is that what they're expecting to happen? Because they have... Yeah, they you know, have good post the, scene. The king's gonna rise again. Yeah, or they? I mean, what are they planning to get out of it? Some kind of. Well, you you have the head, so the hydras they can regenerate. They had to make they made sure that yeah, they let know. you know he's yeah. a hydra. So when a head gets cut off, you can grow back, right? So they have the head. I think it's going to be irony. It's going to be very convenient that they got the alpha head, right? Because mm-hmm. why not? And they're going to extract DNA, and they're going to what they could probably do is they could experiment on. Our animals, like chickens or alligators, and see if they generate that t- way. A little tiny, yeah, hydra. <laughs> but like, make make them try and cultivate an army of hydras, yeah, and then send them send them out in the world. But like, my thought is like, what does Charles Dance's character have to win through this? Like through through being an eco terrorist in a world that's already being destroyed by giant monsters. Mm-hmm. There, you're not going to be the alpha. All they all it takes is just one step and you're dead. Oh, so Charles Dance is a terrorist. Yes. How does he convince I I but I he's a terrorist slash cult leader and I guess it's the same same side of or you know different sides of the same coin when you say stuff like that. And I guess every terrorist is probably in some way a cult leader. Mm-hmm. But how does he convince people that the giant monsters are good for the planet and they need to wipe out. Like that's a big, that's a big sell. That's a hard sell for me. I I don't know. And everybody's like, sure, that makes total sense, and I'll kill people for that. And what's his background? I don't was know. he an ex? Like he's old enough to be part of. Like he's well, old they say to- he's he's he was a, like a lieutenant colonel or lieutenant or something like that. Whatever you know, English army ranking is. But would have been great if. I mean, time, you're you're 50 years in the past, in the future, right? Could he have been Tom Hiddleston's character? That would have been great, like, aged aged up. Yeah, that would have been great. But obviously not. Like, 
is he like somebody who worked at Monarch in the early '60s yeah. and then he figured this well, out? Maybe we'll get a maybe we'll get more about him. I don't think so. He's not even listed for. Oh, he's not. Nope. He's got the head. Yeah. Maybe that does, maybe that's Godzilla four. Oh, man. Or maybe Godzilla three. I I don't know. You know who I hate it the most? <sighs> Bradley Whitford, who played Doctor Rick Stan, aka White Bread generic name. Well, <laughs> all he did was like, was dude, he? you coming out? What was he a doctor of? Doctor of nothing. Was he like doctor of IT? He was like doctor of pounding natty lights and <laughs> saying Zilla. He had the best line in the entire movie. Like he was, he was. I saw that awful. he was a doctor. I'm like, what's he a doctor of? They wrote him so poorly. Yeah. And he was fantastic in Get Out, and they wrote him into this. Get Out. Uh, he's he's actually got a ton of like really. Uh, he was in the West Wing. Get Out. Yeah. Uh, Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, he's been in a ton yeah. of stuff. Handmaid's Tale. And then he's just like, yeah, dude, where are you going, dude? Yeah. Like, oh, we just got to nuke him, bro. Like, he was a Chad. <laughs> he was just Chad throughout this entire movie. Uh, what were your, your thoughts on the final fight scene? I know you said you had a, a gripe. Well, the the, the counting clock was kind of cool. Gives you, it builds a lot of tension. Mm-hmm. Like, they say he's got 12 minutes before he goes, like, basically thermonuclear. Yeah. And what does that mean? Who's that effect? And and he turns red? Yeah. Well, here was the problem I had. So as he's walking, you see, like, I thought it was neat when I did it. I was like, oh, this is him go nuclear. And mm-hmm. the fight was cool, and everybody got to do their move, and everybody got to, you know, he's getting bit, but he comes back. and Yeah, the scales start falling off him. Yeah, and all the, 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 the nuclear bomb gave him a ton of energy. That would be a cool Funko Pop. Like the, the red, the red, the one. redzilla with yeah. like a, a nice little glow in the dark toys. Yeah, and I, I really dug like what they were doing with them. And as he's walking, like all that thermonuclear energy is like melting the street, mm-hmm. melting me- all the metal. Yeah, everything. Then he goes and he blows up, mm-hmm. and that's when he kills. Uh, well, he like keeps sending pulses out. That was neat. Yeah. Then he blows up, but when you see him revive, there's no damage to anything around him. Exactly. And like he's going, he was literally melting the metal around him. And he was thermonuclear, like you said. Rodan was in the vicinity. Yep. Everybody else, I'm sure those slow ass moving kaiju's that were making their way from wherever yeah. the hell they were, they just showed up conveniently at the end of the movie in Mexico, or I'm sorry, in Boston. I'm sure they were toasted. Right. Nothing. Nothing. That's yeah. It's rough. Yeah, like. Does he, that's, a, that's a shitty way to end it. Does he absorb it? He's like a black hole. He just sucks it all in, and once it's gone, it's gone? Yeah, but... It, what, what, why, it's a vortex. He puts it out there. He blows up. Yeah. Out of his control. Did you like the Linguini scene where he's sucking down Ghidorah's head and then blows the blue flame through Ghidorah's I was, mouth? I was hoping that he wasn't going to eat it because I was like, oh, that's a lot. I mean, we have to stand here for five minutes while he chokes down yeah. the giant head. <laughs> Slurps it down. But uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I actually liked it. Like They missed an opportunity. Ghidorah had to die yeah. somehow. They missed an opportunity for a straight-on landscape view. Ghidorah versus Godzilla, flame versus lightning. They missed it. Yeah. We got a little bit of it, it yeah, but it I wasn't thought, the whole screen. I thought we were going to have, when they kind of like shot each other... I thought they were going to shoot each other's, and, they, and it was going to blow yeah. up like, uh, like Harry Potter. Yeah, like any other fight scene that has like something to do with mystical right. powers, and those two things meeting together just mm-hmm. like overreact and blow up. Yeah, there had to be a, there had to be a scene of one side versus the other side 
pan wide. You're like, oh, this is this is where it's. I will say now you bring it up. There is a severe lack of landscape views. Yeah, you know to get and when you had those old Japanese movies, it goes as far back as you want, or even into the seventies. You know, having a guy, you know, in a suit mm-hmm. knocking through the buildings, you were able to get those giant views. Yeah. And, and there were a lot of close ups. Yeah. A lot of like. And it was, that's hard. I, and that's when you get close up on a monster, it tells me you want it, that the monster is the secondary plot of, yeah. of your movie. Whereas it's Godzilla. Yeah. P- pay attention to Godzilla. That's all I wanted to pay attention to. I don't need to see Kyle Chandler and Millie Bobby Brown in the rain. Yeah. Another, you know, five shots. I don't need her John McClane moment. Yeah. Where she's crawling through the vents. I, I don't, I mean. They're, they're, it's not their movie. It's Godzilla's movie. This is like, the first one struggled with the, the story, I felt, that there was, wasn't was enough Godzilla story, and like, there was a lot of explanation. I'd rather have that than this, what we got, because we got just unwanted bullshit. I don't know why they just can't, you know, realize that you don't need, like, you could just take in a bunch of, you know, C-list actors that maybe people don't even know, and put them in there and say... This is what's going to happen. Right. Pepper in the characters from the first one. Have them there as the, the voice to the audience. Mm-hmm. But let them fight. Like, let Ghidorah and Godzilla fight. Let Mothra fight Rodan. You know, let let these other guys, like, show more of the the ki- the Titans that were rising up. Angarius and Kamongo. Even if there was, like... I think there were 17 in this, and we only saw six. Right. They kept saying, oh, there's more and more and more in, like, 27 or whatever. They, they say a number. Yeah. Even if you saw, while they're walking somewhere, them get into fights. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess that's all about money, you know. And Bink's like, this was a lot of CGI, wasn't it? I was like, yeah, and we were going through the credits because I knew there was extra, thanks to Run P, mm-hmm. I knew there's extra credit scenes. And the visual effects, uh, uh, it's how you know you're in a CGI-heavy environment. The visual effects department was there had to be 2,000 people yeah. it was a 170 million dollar budget for this movie it made its budget it's 177.7 mm-hmm. where we stand right now I think it made 15 mil this week in its mm-hmm. second week so that's mm-hmm. I mean debuted at number one uh, all in all you know we're getting towards the end I don't think it was awful no it had holes uh, it has potential to continue furthering along the universe two hours and 12 minutes of this movie is a lot though I agree uh, there, there are parts that clearly could have been cut and probably should have been cut mm-hmm. uh, that entire congress scene probably should have been cut yeah uh most of it had no effect on them yeah in the law lo- like it was supposed to show you that they're fighting for their monetary lives mm-hmm. and their budget and um their i guess freedom to go as they please through the country yeah when but I, in the end it, it meant nothing yeah when i go to a monster movie i don't care what the government's saying yeah. like how are we going to spend this who's going to yeah. spend the blame on this so i don't think that 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 worked but Two hours and 12 minutes, yeah, kind of rough. I think it has potential for... It could have had potential for a... I mean, it has potential for a sequel yeah. that doesn't involve King Kong. Uh, it didn't. It failed to deliver that next step to King Kong. Um, I would have at just least like the last moment to be Kong's roar mm-hmm. or something. Just to be like, oh yeah, we're coming. We know what's going to happen. But Or them saying like, not even the smaller ones are going to Skull Island. Zilla's on his way to Skull Island. Right, that would have been the segue that I would have liked. But or even to have this one one fight to happen on Skull Island. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mothra and Rodan could have. Fought why on. did you? Why introduce all these new uh, uh, 
what's it? Isla de uh, Isla de Mar. Yeah. Yeah. Why even introduce that? Well, now it's. I, I mean, mean, I know you introduced the introduce Rodan, but who had the best the best entrance? Yeah. Coming out of a fucking volcano was awesome. Yeah. But like, I want more backstory on Rodan. I want more backstory on Ghidorah. Like, Mothra could have had more backstory. Like, I would love to know. I would like to read the books where you know um, Monarch got this information. We knew that. Uh, Ghidorah was now Godzilla's arch nemesis. How the hell did you know that? You just found out he's not from here. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that they just kind of glossed over and hoped that. Yeah, we, they we said would... it's 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 in their nature to fight each other. Okay. How? Because you saw the fucking cliff arts. Yeah. Downstairs in the in the ocean. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, another problem I had. I have a problem with them taking Godzilla out of out of Japan. Yeah. Because the idea was like it was birthed from a nuclear war and that's why it ate res- or, or, if I remember correctly that's why it ate radiation yeah that's old school that's that's their thing yeah he started in Japan in the first yeah, movie yeah like so they basically they, and they had Ken Watanabe I wonder if they did that on purpose they mm-hmm. had the Japanese guy deliver the line oh this is home and we're assuming it's he's in uh, Atlantis yeah well is is Atlantis now over in Japan I don't even know where they put Atlantis at that point. Yeah. Because he was... It's got to be in the Atlantic because he was on his way from Antarctica to Mexico. Yeah. So it's it's the Atlantic or the Gulf. Yeah. And we all know the Gulf is fucking destroyed I, thanks to BP. So yeah. who knows what the hell... So, he, yeah, he had to go on... So that turns him into, like, Egyptian Greek or whatever they say Atlanteans are. Well, yeah, they went down and they it saw... It removes him from being Japanese, though. Yeah, well, yeah, they took away all that by showing those statues. And they're like, oh, something much older. So it does allude to Atlantis. Yeah. And so I I don't know. I, I do have a question, though. Uh, is this a 40% movie as per Rotten Tomatoes? Uh, well, it's not 40% on the fan side. I know that. Yeah. It's like 80-something. Okay, so is it is it... An eighty percent movie no, for a fan? No, and it's not, uh, not forty. Because I don't think this is like, I don't think I'd ever watch it again. Now, I would watch it before Godzilla versus King Kong just to remember. I don't know if I do. I, see, that's yeah, it might be a forty percent movie. Because really? am, am I going to invest two and a half hours, two hours twelve minutes into this movie? And I don't think I would. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it fresh. I think it's gonna be a sixty. Hmm. I put it right between there because I would. I mean. I don't know if I'd go forty. I'd probably go like fifty-five percent. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll give our numbers, but yeah. But would I invest time into this? I don't know, man. If I if I knew what parts to skip forward, I would, and and maybe that's the only way I'd do it. But I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't sit down for this for. Okay. Because at the end, we always say it's like, what? How do you feel at the end? Like good, bad, or indifferent? Like Venom wasn't a good movie, but. Yeah. I really liked it. I really enjoyed myself. Well, and at the end, you you feel optimistic. Yeah. Because you're like, yes, carnage is coming. And I don't... There's nothing about this movie at the end. I don't know if I had a good time. And I don't know. I don't feel like there's watchability. I rewatchability. Thought, to your point about how I felt at the end, I, I felt confused. Yeah. Because, again, the, the buildup is the next event, which is Kong. And you didn't get it. You got Ghidorah and... A what if with Charles Dance? I mean, let's let's not confuse confuse the audience here. They do say Kong's name a lot, but they yeah. don't lead to anything. They just say his name, and that's the that's the the tie-in. Okay, uh, there's more than just a name. Yeah, we like, know Kong's there, but just like we said, go have a fight on the island. 
Go have, besides newspaper clippings, go show his picture. Is the only reason he's going to Skull Island is because Kong is now the alpha? Because it's King Kong? I don't know. What's Kong's ability going to be? Well, can, f- can Kong fight nuclear breath? Well, how's that? that's my next question. How does Kong ever stand a chance against Godzilla? What's he going to do? Take a, all the, the limbs off a tree like he did last time and make a baseball bat? Because he barely stood up against those skull crawlers. He's know. going against... And, like, are we thinking maybe the skull crawlers are descendants of Ghidorah or... Are they going to drop a nuke on Kong and make him stronger? Because now we basically have said the mythology we've created is they get stronger with the more radiation. Yeah. So that's never been a thing. What you've even said is, where's our radiation on, yeah. on Skull Island? Yeah. Where's Kong going to get... So, is Kong this strong just from residual, like, ambient radiation? And then all of a sudden, like, they drop a nuke, and now maybe all those minor titans that are going there, they go and drop a, one of these nukes on them and say, oh, now Kong's the strongest. Ugh. That would be so bad if they did they, just to kill small ones. They made the, the a bigger one who may be bigger than uh, Godzilla, yeah, even stronger. I think just setting, I just I don't know. I mean, setting this up, Kong's gonna get killed. Kong should easily be killed. But this could be an Andy Ruiz versus jo- Anthony uh, Andrew jo- uh, <laughs> Joshua fight. Yeah, like Kong is Joshua or is no Kong is Ruiz. Yeah. So you never know. He might have a chance. <laughs> He's got longer arms. He's probably well, he's more, de- more uh, you know, he's definitely agile. Yeah, definitely more agile. I mean, and you have to. He's go, got those little T Rex like yeah, lizard arms. Yeah, so. and you have Kong or Zilla has to go to Skull Island. Kong's well, not he's going to take those way. Middle Earth. Uh, yeah, he's going to ride Rodan. No, no. What the, what the uh, Bradley Woodford kept talking about it? How the vortexes in the oh, ocean. Yeah. yeah, he's going to the, the Hollow Earth vortexes. <laughs> he's going to teleport. <laughs> Doctor Strange is going to help Godzilla get there, but he. He's got Godzilla, theoretically, unless Charles Dance brings King Kong to America. Godzilla has to go there. Is so, Charles Dance going to infuse some Ghidorah DNA into Kong? Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. The middle head is a gorilla. The other two are just snakes. Is Charles is Dance going to be an electric gorilla? Um, Mecha, Mecha Kong? Yeah. Like, does he it, like absorb those, those he, electricity powers? Jesus. I hope not. And that's what, how he's able to fight him? Oh, my. I hope not. <laughs> Is Charles Dance going to include his DNA in Ghidorah so he can be the alpha to Ghidorah? I, I don't know, man. Uh, I, the last question. The last question I do have is who was the true villain in this movie? Was it Ghidorah or was it us? I mean, I, I there is a definite uh, human suck element to this. Yeah. And I actually, I'm on that side of humans being the worst thing that's ever happened to the planet. I agree. And at some point... We'll, we'll have to pay a tax for that, but we're, we're almost there, man. Our yeah. oceans are spitting up all of our garbage. I think um, Vera Farmiga is the the villain. I, I think she's I, the worst person in this. I echo that. Yeah. She she was my my. Uh, she's point. easily the worst. You lost your son, so you drag your daughter into it, an eco turn like into the line of fire. Yep. Yeah. Like, whether you're depressed about your son and that's why you went down this route or whatever you think it is, you're now bringing your daughter into the line of fire. It doesn't make any sense. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Who could have, like, she's the ballsiest person in this entire movie, Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. So she could have died in the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. Just going up against Mothra. And you're like, oh, yeah, let's, you know, your dad's out there taking pictures of wolves. And, yeah, you basically, 
by setting by having the line, oh, you this is why you called us, you're basically setting up the fact that you're on his side. You just had your daughter watch this guy kill like ten people mm-hmm. and then kill like another twenty when you go to the next base, another fifty when you go to the next base, and now you're gonna have her watch Yeah. You know, half the the the, the planet die. And but, your your only explanation to that is I'm gonna blow up this giant three headed monster, yeah. and he's I know save shit us. that you don't. I know shit nobody else knows. No, you don't. Don't ever say that. As soon as you say that, it means you don't know anything. Yep. And uh, Z Zhang knew more than you. Yeah. So, so I, I think she's the worst person in this easily. Yeah, because she unleashed the the main protagonist, which was Ghidorah. Yeah, I agree. Where are you at with a ranking? I'm gonna have to go two and a half. I'm gonna go three. Mm. Yeah, it's not a not a great movie. The the fighting was fun. Yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun watching the. Just, the, the, I, the I don't think fight. there, I don't think there's enough of it for two and a half hours. And there's, I guess now that you watch it once, you could watch it again and fast forward through those parts. Yeah, just get to Act Three. Yeah, yeah. Mute the the television. Just watch it in the background. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know, man. Uh, three three with me. You gave it a star per hour, <laughs> and then that last half. I uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with three. It's only gonna go downhill from here when we go to reviews. Because the next movie we're going to talk about is Dark Phoenix. Yeah. Uh, that'll be next it's week. It's been a rough couple. <laughs> After Avengers Endgame. Yeah, we did Hellboy. Yeah. We did... This. Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu we didn't like. I liked it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And well, then, then we go Dark Phoenix. Yeah. And then we have... Jeez, we have uh, Men in Black, Child's Play. I want them to be good. Yep. Spider-Man Far From Home. That'll be good. There'll be something in between that. And then we have a live show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great segue, right? <laughs> uh, we have a live show uh, July 20th at Tattooed Moms in Philadelphia at 2.30. We're uh, part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival for the second year. Yeah. We have something fun planned. Yeah. We just thought of it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So we have a little over a month to plan this, but knowing me, I've been planning since March. So we have, uh, yeah, we have a, a lot of fun coming out in uh, July. So if you're in Philly area, come and see us there. Yep. Uh, 2.30, Tattooed Moms. It's a great little bar in South Street. Um, we're going to be at a Comic-Con this week, too. Yeah. Uh, Wizard World Philadelphia from Thursday the 13th to Sunday the 16th. At least one of us will be there each day. So come say hello to us there. Mm-hmm. I know you're going on Saturday, right? So come see us there. Um, that's Wizard World in Philadelphia. We're all over the Instagrams and social medias. Mm-hmm. Uh, Galaxy Wars Podcast on all of them. The Grays on Twitter. SoundCloud, iTunes, Podcoin. All the directories were there. We're on the internet at... Uh, www.activegeekproductions.com we have patreon also patreon backslash active geek we have so much uh in store for the summer Mm -hmm. we have a lot of stuff and hopefully we can remain on schedule because we have a lot of uh good potentially good movies okay and a lot of potentially bad movies uh, (laughs) coming out so next week dark phoenix just watch it (laughs) So you can hear us talk about it. Uh, well, I mean... Don't watch it if you don't want to, because we're going to tell you everything that yeah. happened, what worked, what didn't work. We'll spoil it, like we do everything, but... Yeah. Save yeah. you some money, yeah. potentially. We could be the, the launching off point for where you're at. Uh, but we'll see you next week.